When you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful. And I'm here to tell you, number one, that most of you say you want to be successful, but you don't want it bad. You just kind of want it. Work ethic eliminates fear, you know. So if you put forth the work, then what are you fearing? You know you, what you're capable of doing, what you're not. You know, if you put your mind to doing whatever you want to do, you know, good things can happen. Because limits, like fears, are often just an illusion. You're listening to the Plunkett Fitness Project. Here's your host, Jamie Plunkett. Hey, what's up, everybody? Thanks for tuning in today uh, to our podcast. Um, it is, we're about halfway through January, so we're seeing yeah. all the, the New Year's resolution stuff. <clears throat> People a little more committed than usual. Uh, it's a good time of year if you're a gym owner. Um, but anyway, so we'll we'll talk about that a little bit. We'll talk about Ryan uh, starting his uh, fitness and nutrition plan, which has been fun. Um, and then just a couple minor things posts that we see on uh social media but it's just more of the same what we always talk about uh which is you need to learn how to eat better and invest your time in the gym wisely uh for the long term so it's a lifestyle change not a 12-week plan yes sir so uh one of the posts i i'll usually see posts on uh instagram or wherever and i'll send them to ryan uh you know and to me I've been in this industry for a very long time. I was overweight when I was younger, so that's why this stuff interests me. Um, and, you know, that's why it bothers me, all the, you know, misconceptions and myths yeah. that are in this industry. And, you know, to me, when I see stuff, I'll send it to Ryan, and it is, you know, um, you know, I'm passionate about it. So I send it to him, and to me, it's like I'm sending him evidence, yeah. You know, like, look at this, you yeah. know. And, uh, you know, I think Ryan's been hearing it for two years now, yeah. you know, so he's probably used to it. Uh, but. Yeah, I'm officially to the same. I'm to the point now where it bothers me, too, because what you're saying makes sense. And and and, and it's just, dude, it's just rampant, man. I mean, and you like this post that you're talking about. I mean, just the caption, the very tip top of the caption. So. I think you said there's no such thing as a fat burning workout. It's just a quote post, you know, of that. Um, And that's, and the reason that it resonates with me is because this is everybody, dude. This is every single person I know. It's like, oh, I got a good workout in. Well, what's that mean? Mm -hmm. That means I was sweating my ass off. You know, I was just, and again, it's not even, it's not their fault that's just what has been propagated for, I don't know, ever since the fitness industry, t- you know, last 30 or 40 years, whenever. I mean, probably before that, but it's just that's so now I'm to the point. So I appreciate that. It's one more thing to irritate me. Yeah. <laughs> but like when I see this stuff, it's like, oh, well, this is, you know, and then you see it. And then when you find people in real life that are um, buying into it, it's like you want to kind of and that's the best thing about doing this podcast for me is I've just learned so much about stuff that when you, once you figure it out, you're like, how did I not see this? Like it's because of, yeah. you know, that's the way you, you break, you break it down. And, you know, Jamie is one of these guys that, and so many people are like this, especially when you get, you know, you get some years under you. So you actually have experience and you have knowledge. He's one of these guys that knows way more stuff than he thinks he knows. And he's, and, and most of us are like that. I mean, I, when I, I was talking to a room full of real estate agents, you know, and it's the same thing. It's like, well, I don't know that much. I'm like, dude, you do know much, but you're just, you're in it. 
So to you, it's everyday stuff, but to people that aren't in it, all those little things that you know, or things they, that's information they need, you know? And for obviously if you're not buying that, that's, that's a different story. But my point is Jamie's got all this, this knowledge from just because he's one of these freaks. I mean, I'm the same way where once you get into something, it's like you can't read enough about it. You know, it's, he's not, it, it is his job, but more, more importantly, it's his passion, you know, and this is something that, he, that, that he does. And that's what, you know, when you, when you see all these essentially lot, whether they're purposely misleading people, you know, or, uh, or they're, they're ignorant to the fact that they're misleading people. It's just, it's so, it's so abundant. Now with social media, it's even, it's not just the TV and radio commercials. Now it's all these people that are trying to like, you know, make a quick buck on online, you know? Yeah. Um, you know what you were saying earlier about, you know, how long it's been going on. It's been going on ever since somebody decided to make money off of it. Right. right. You know, however long that's been. Sure. Um, you know, going back to what I was saying earlier, though, it's just kind of funny because, you know, it's almost like a big conspiracy. Yeah. And it's like I'm in a room full of people and I'm the guy in the corner. And it makes me think I'm crazy because I'm yelling stuff out yeah. and everybody else is doing something. And then it makes me question my own. Right. You right, know, right. and. You know, that's when I send that stuff to you. Like, it never gets old to me, I guess, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Um, because I feel like I'm constantly trying to prove what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, I, and, yeah. and to me, it's truth and it makes sense. But it makes you think you cr- you're crazy when 99% of people yeah. believe the opposite. Yeah, when society's gaslighting. Yes. Or being gaslit. Yes, exactly. And that that's the pro- and that's how that that's how that works. That's specifically how it I mean, like not to get like super yeah. but that's that's exactly what it is. I mean, and and it, it can be the same way in personal relationships where somebody like I didn't say that. Like, bro, you said that or like you know what I mean? It's the same thing, so it's like they're 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 saying these things that aren't true and so then and then once somebody says, "I didn't come in here yesterday." Like, yeah, you did. Then you start thinking like, was that yesterday or was that two days ago? You know, like it could be simple stuff like that. But when it's this big, you're right. I mean, it is. It's like a, I mean, it's, I don't think it's an orchestrated conspiracy necessarily or planned. I don't think there's people twisting mustaches in a boardroom doing it. But I think it's, there are a lot of people on the take, man. There's a lot of people out there profiting on misinformation. And that's, it's frustrating, especially when you, you know, you've got example after example in this gym of people that have come in here and and they done. You know, most of them had been through the ringer a little bit. Yeah. You know, like yeah. you know, they've been to all the 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 gyms and the classes and the you know the, the the trendy stuff. And it turns out it's like, oh yeah, you need to focus on these three lifts and your nutrition. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, so I'm going to read this caption that goes along this. Um, this was posted by I'm going to butcher the guy's name uh, J. Fer Ferrugia I think it's F E R R U G G I A He's a great follow been in the fitness industry for probably at least thirty years um, so if you're looking for somebody to follow he's a great follow uh, tons of great information anyway so here's the caption to this this meme that he posted or whatever this quote that says there's no such thing as a fat burning workout. Um, and you know, the thing is, is you see all these, 
these people in the market marketing a fat, great fat burning workout. You need to be in the fat burning zone and all this bullshit. Uh, and matter of fact, there's a a group fitness place that you know they're in a certain zone, and that's the color that they use in the name of their business. Yeah, you got to get to that zone, and they've got little. Uh, yeah, and it's just stupid because you burn calories when you sleep. You don't. I mean, you could lay in bed for a month. And if you consume less calories than your body needs to survive, then you're going to shrink. Yeah. Now, I wouldn't recommend that because you're going to lose a lot of muscle, uh, which is why you need to lift weights. Um, but there's no, there's not a secret. You need to eat if you want to, if you want to gain weight, eat more than you burn on a daily basis. If you want to lose weight, eat less than you burn on a daily basis. It's that simple. Yeah. Um, and exercise is meant to supplement it. So um, anyway. The caption he has on this is the general public has been misled to believe that the more you sweat, the harder you breathe, the more you totally exhaust yourself during a workout, the more fat you'll burn. Totally untrue. Pretty much unrelated. Sometimes the exact opposite. Those workouts can cause muscle loss and increase cortisol, which is a fat storing stress hormone. So it'll increase cortisol production. That's why you often look flat, small, and soft when you train like that. There's a reason no bodybuilder in history has trained like that to get shredded for a contest. It doesn't work. You know, and just to kind of stop there for a second, and then I'll get back on on point here. Whenever I want to improve my knowledge or skill set in anything, I'm going to go out and find somebody who is an expert at whatever that endeavor is. And I know I've talked about this before. Yeah. which, you know, is funny. I have a client that comes in who reads a lot and buys into a lot of the um, uh, the ads that you'll see in magazines. Okay. You know, and she's a great client, um, but she believes these things, you know, and she'll tell me I need to read and all this other stuff. And I've had this conversation with her numerous times about how, you know, you can read all this stuff you want to read, but I'm going to go find somebody who's actually done it. Right. So I'm going to go find the leanest people in the world. The leanest people in the world are bodybuilders. And I'm going to see what they're doing. Yeah. And that's how you lose fat. Yeah. If I want to increase somebody's strength and I want to get better doing that myself, I'm going to go find the strongest people in the world, powerlifters. Yeah. So two of the biggest groups I've followed in my life are bodybuilders and powerlifters. <clears throat> and that's where a big part of my education has come from. Sure. Um <clears throat> Anyway, so back to that. Sprinters don't train like that either. They're pretty ripped. You lift weights to get strong and build muscle. The more muscle you have, the easier it will be to get and stay lean. Have you ever heard that anywhere else before, Ryan? Uh, yeah. That's pretty much what we do. Yeah. You diet to get the fat off. The end. Kind of. So then he goes on to say, throw in a weekly sprint session which I thought it was interesting what he put in parentheses here, with long rest periods, and you're golden. So the important thing there with long rest periods <clears throat> is people try to rush through their workout and they try to sweat and they try to have uncontrolled breathing. Yeah. That's CrossFit. Yeah. Um, the problem is, is when your breathing is uncontrolled, which I think I've mentioned this before many times as well, you can't brace properly. So your form's incorrect and your chance of injury goes through the roof. 
So that's why it's so important to control your breathing and why you can't be doing cardio and weight training at the same time. Yeah. You know, especially with somebody who's not an advanced lifter. Yeah. So if you get somebody off the street, that's the last thing you want to do. Yeah. You want to slow things down and teach them how to move properly. So to get back into his quote, his uh, caption here, next thing he says, as long as you're sleeping enough and managing stress, those two do way more for fat loss than killing yourself in the gym. So those two things being lifting weights and eating properly. And then he just goes on, you know, to, to finish his his caption here. He says, uh, if you need help, shoot me a DM or and a, shoot me a DM to apply for coaching. Uh but I just it's it's funny that I see stuff like this and it's it's not common knowledge and just like we were talking about before, you know, um you know, I send you this stuff as like evidence every time I send it to right, you. Right, right. Well, yeah, it's good to, it's good to know that you're not the only person in the corner screaming. Yeah. You know. I mean, really, that and that's what it is. But you kind of it's it's so prevalent the the BS, you know, the 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 lies and and the the common misconception is so it's it's just dude, you can't get away from it. I mean, it's everywhere. If you're especially, you know, this time of year when everybody's you know, focused on focused on their on their diet, nutrition, and fitness and stuff. Beginning of the year, like you said, it's a good time to be a gym owner. It's also a good time to be peddling this horse shit because it's an emotional purchase for people. You yeah. know, it's an emotional decision for people to make. Yeah, they're definitely taking advantage of people's emotions. Do you think the idea that uh, one <clears throat> one workout a week it's a full week of exercise in eight minutes? That's that ARX workout. I think uh-huh. we talked about that last My time. My ultimate workout biohack. Yeah. Which anytime somebody says biohack, you know to anytime run hack, the other direction. If hack is involved, dude. <laughs> growth hacking. That's that's my in my industry. Oh, we're we're gonna have growth hack. Like, no, you're not. You're just gonna take these poor people's money <laughs> and run to the bank. Yeah. Turn your uh, oh, this is a business. Well, is, well, and they're they're trying to sell it to trainers. Yeah, they are. So they're trying to get Oh my god! Yeah, it's just—I don't know—it's insane, man. It's—it's—it's yeah. it's just everywhere. It's everywhere for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's like anything else. You got to do the hard shit um, if you want to excel at anything, really. Do yeah. this, you know, find the stuff you're bad at, find the stuff you don't want to do, and that's generally what you have to do. Yeah, you know, it's usually um, what is it? Success is usually dressed in overalls and looks a lot like work or yeah. something like that. Yeah. There's a quote yeah, like that. that. I think that I might butchered have been like it. Teddy but. Roosevelt. That's like one of those old yeah. school guys. Yeah. That, yeah. That, yeah. That's, that is a, but, uh, that is a big quote. Yeah. Anyway. So, um, I actually saved some good Teddy Roosevelt quotes, which I'll go over those later. But, uh, I think next thing we're going to go over is kind of, you know, what you're doing with us. You started on, was it Monday or Tuesday? Yeah, it was, it was Monday. Yeah. Um, and again, like I've been coming out here, uh, I've been working with Jamie for the last couple of years on his, you know, content creation forum, social media and stuff like that. And uh, so I've been around this environment forever. And it wasn't that I ever didn't buy into it. It's the fact more, more of anything was the fact that I live a half an hour away and I kind of let that be an excuse. You know what I mean? But um, I just finally, it was, it was when I, we did a testimonial with Matt with one of your clients yep. and, and the thing that it, and it was, you know, I shot and edited the video and everything. So when you do that, you really are fo- like, 
I could almost recite his whole interview just because you, you just watch it, you know, over and over ad nauseum for, I don't know, however long it takes to edit. But that was the one where he's Matt. I'm in my mid forties. Matt's about my age. He's about my size. He's a little smaller than I am, a little smaller guy, but not by much. And it just resonated. And I'm like, you know what? Like, and I, I, I walked in here and I was always aware of the fact that, you know, I was in decent shape when I moved back to KC in 2016, but I knew I was letting myself, I was just, you know, you you had talked about and, and something we were going to talk about today is like compound interest mm-hmm. and those small things. And it when I was in better shape, it was like that. But getting out of shape is like that too. Yeah, because it's not a it's not a you know I didn't go out one weekend and eat like shit. I ate like shit for four years. <laughs> you know you know what I mean. Three years, however long it's been since I got back here. You know, and and it's also it doesn't help my girlfriend. We're in a I'm in a good relationship. Which that can be, the good thing is we both you know said all right enough's enough of this but we weren't we weren't in the hunt <laughs> you know what I mean so you pull that out of it and you're comfortable yeah. and you guys get along and you know we enjoy going out to eat it was it was a social thing more than anything you know what I mean and then next thing you know oh my god I'm 25 pounds heavier than I was and and whatever so yeah Monday I came in I got the fitness assessment done which. Um, and I, I am going to document, I told Jamie, I'll document this on the Instagram account. Um, I'll start checking in like probably weekly or whatever, but yeah, when it, that number came and I knew it was going to be bad. I didn't know how bad it was going to be when I saw that, when I saw the results and I didn't know, you know, I'm so ignorant to like the numbers and you can sit and say, Oh, you know, I looked, I think that's like, I'm like around 30% body fat. I'm like one third, <laughs> one third of me is fat, Right. So something I wanted to talk about today, and you've already mentioned it, so you're comfortable with it. Um, you know, it's kind of understanding some of those numbers. You yeah. Know? So yeah. when you do a body fat test, it'll print out a report and tells you your body fat percentage and how much lean tissue you have and how much fat tissue you have. Um, so as far as fat tissue goes, and you just said one third, some of that's essential. So, you okay. know, and you probably understand that, um, but sometimes I have to explain to people like you don't want to just that that number should never be zero yeah, right you know right, so that's right. not the goal yeah um, and generally males are happy between about 15 and 20 yeah so you know what what do you weigh uh, I had two like 210 212 okay yeah. so you know if if things were perfect which in you know and they're not gonna be you know there's gonna be water weight and stomach volume and all that stuff you got to factor into it but um, so that's roughly 60 pounds, you know, so if you got down to 15%, then it'd be about 30 pounds, okay. you know, and that, yeah. so, that's you know, a- so you'd probably be pretty happy, you know, yeah. somewhere in that range, you're going to build muscle in the same time as well. So, you know, that just kind of gives you a, a estimate of what to shoot for. And then as we get closer to it, we can kind of yeah. refine our goals. Uh, yeah. And that's just about right. Because when I was, when I was, when I was running a lot and I was controlling, you know, my diet, I was at a good weight, about 180, 185, which yeah. is right about exactly and that number. The interesting thing you'll find with what you just said, I've heard that many times, uh-huh. this 180 will look completely different than that 180. Well, and that's one of the reasons that I wanted to do this because I do, I am one of the freaks that once I really enjoyed running. Like yeah. it, it was just one of those things where I, once I got past the, you know, the I'm going to die stage, you know what I mean? Um, but I like the idea of this more, really it's the, the time commitment and the other thing is even though I was at that body weight and I was wearing a medium t-shirt and 32 size 32 jeans which I'm in 34s now um it, it, my I didn't look with my shirt off 
Yeah. Right. I, I just, you saw, you call it the melted candle thing or whatever. And we could talk numbers here. I don't care. Like, so we can share whatever as deep as you want to go with that stuff. And, and I'm totally into sharing that stuff because that's part of, part of the reason that I wanted to do this with you too, is that I, I trust you and, um, um, uh, and the accountability factor. Yeah. Like I, I, I will cheat myself before. I mean, Jamie's a client of mine, you know, we've become friends over the years, but first and foremost. Um, so for me, it's like, I, Jamie's not going to let me get away. He knows me well enough though. Like if I, I, I'm not going to bullshit him. <laughs> like and he's not going to allow that, which is, is good. And in my mind, I know that I'll be, I'm more interested in, like, I want to see myself succeed. And part of it, the reason is like, I'm an older, you know, I'm, I'm in my mid forties, but my girlfriend's younger relationship's good. She wants to have kids. I'm down with that. And so for me, it's like, look, things are going to happen that are out of my control, but I need to really lock down what is into my control and that's fitness and nutrition. You know, I need to be there for her. And if we do have kids down the road, I need to be in the best physical condition that I can be in, you know, for long term. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. So, um, yeah, your body fat was 30 the other day. Generally males are happy between about 15, uh, yeah, 15 to 20. Um, and really body fat's just one of the tools we use to measure progress. You know, with everything we do, basically, it's like a science project. So you get your person, they come in, they're your subject, basically. You alter their their activity regimen, and then you alter their nutrition regimen. <clears throat> see what results you get from it. Yeah. And you modify it as you go, you know, as you, you know, to get you closer to whatever your goals are. Uh, so we'll generally use, <clears throat> for tools of measurement, we'll use a scale. We'll use body fat percentage, and then we'll use their strength. You know, a lot of times in their in their main three movements, which a lot of that's going to come from technique. But like I always talk about, if you improve somebody's technique, they're going to be putting more stress in the muscle, and you know it is going to be a correlation that they are putting on muscle. Right. So if somebody's putting on muscle, um, you're going to know that you're moving in the right direction from a body composition standpoint, even if the scale isn't moving. Um, you know, and you know, you can basically just look at everything and know that that you are moving in the right direction from all those measurements. Looking at their nutrition, make sure they eat enough protein. Um, you know, carbs and fat are important too. So I'm not saying they're not. Yeah. Uh, but generally, you can <clears throat> look at all those things, and you can figure out where they're going wrong if something's not reading correctly right so if i have somebody they lose 10 pounds but their body fat percentage stays the same i can usually that's pretty simple i can usually go to their protein intake and their effort in the gym and say all right you're moving in the right direction on the scale but your body composition isn't correct because you're not eating enough protein a lot of times and you're not putting enough effort into weight training yeah um you know or you could have somebody, the scale's not moving, they're frustrated, but you check their body fat and their body fat percentage is down because, you know, they're moving things around. So they've they've put on some lean tissue and lost fat tissue. Right. So, you know, it's just something to make sure we're moving the right direction. And again, you could, you could do that and you're not getting results. And then you, you know, you have to look at, you know, what modifications you need to make, which generally what happens in that case, I'll be honest, this stuff is not rocket science. Yeah. Um, somebody's not being compliant. Right, right. So if you're not seeing results from what we're doing, it's generally because there's a lack of compliance. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, so we worked out on, we did your assessment, worked out on Monday. Monday, yeah. <clears throat> did squats. Were you sore from that? <laughs> Dude, squats and lunges? <laughs> yeah. I was like, I, it's so funny because I, you know, I told Jamie, I'm like, dude, I have not lifted a weight since uh, my senior year. I graduated high school in 93. So fall 92 is my last football season. So the summer and winter before that would have been the last time I actually lifted weights. And, you know, I mean, I'd done, you know, I did things like insanity back in the day. I'd done, you know, I'd done that kind of a workout. I I ran a lot. I did push-ups. I did pull-ups when I was in, you know, when I, I say in shape, but when I was, you know, when I was leaner, like four years ago, that's, that's what I was doing because I was on the road all the time. So I would just do stuff that I could do. Um, but yeah, I mean, man, I was, I, I walked out, I was trying to put on a brave face. <laughs> I, walked out, I walked out of here. I got in my car. I'm like, my legs are like jello, dude. I mean, and, and just sore. It, it feels part of me though. It feels good because I, and I told Jamie before I started doing this, I said, man, I'm just tired of being soft. Like being like, I'm old fashioned enough that I don't, I'll tell you what I don't like being is a weak man, like physically weak man. And that's what I've become. And it's, you know, my dad was always, we grew up on a farm. And so my dad never lifted weights, but he was always lifting things that yeah. kept him any of that dad strength, you know? And I'm like, dude, I don't have any, like, I don't have any of that like at all. So yeah, I was really sore and I was sore yesterday too. My arm, we did. So yesterday we did bench and, uh, incline and, uh, some back stuff, basically yeah. upper body. Yeah, upper body stuff. And so again, it's it's getting re, just feeling things I haven't felt in a while. But it it, it feels good. I'm ex, I'm I'm excited about the process. Ashley thinks I'm crazy because I'm like it's gonna be fun. She's like, what do you mean fun? Because to me, the other thing is now that I have access to your to to the knowledge and I understand it. Like when I get like I'm excited to learn this stuff. Right. Yeah. It, it, like, because it, it's, to me, it's a challenge and it's one of those things where it's a, it's, it, it, I, I'm really driven by the fact that I seeing results. It's the same thing. Yeah. It's the same thing with playing guitar. Like what, the, the same thing that drove me to play guitar and get better at that. You can see how good you become, you know? Cause like right now it's like as much as it sucks that, you know, there's women that are in their fifties that are lifting more weight. <laughs> You know, fifties, probably sixties, lifting more weights than me right now. I, I got a lady that's past seventy five that can deadlift one eighty five. Yeah, exactly. And so, so knowing that is, you know, I'm, I don't get him like that. Doesn't it doesn't bother me in the sense that I feel bad about it. What it gets me excited to be like, where am I going to be in six months? Where am I going to be in a year? You know what I mean? Because I understand the fact that you've got, you know. Mary Allen, I think, is that her name? Mary Alice. Mary Alice in here. This, we got a Mary Ellen too, but yeah. I was talking about Mary Alice. Mary Alice, you know, this is a just a sweet gal, and I, she's been in here forever since I've been working with you. You know, she's been here since like 2013 or something crazy. 11. I think. 11, okay. And uh, she's late in her years, and that's that's the other thing, is I was down in, I was down in Mexico over, over the winter break. My girlfriend's parents have a place down there, so we go down there for Christmas, and uh They've got friends down there, and we were hanging out with this guy. He's 67 years old. This dude looked like he was like 55 at the most. Yeah. I mean, just in, just in, not like, not like bulky, you know, and that's the other thing. I saw this tweet. I'm going to, I'll send it to you. We'll hit it. We'll hit it on a podcast. Um, this girl talking about how like women with muscles are gross. Yeah. Which I'm like, I mean, People say inflammatory things on Twitter for the well, reaction. They're saying that because those people are making them jealous. Yeah, and, making and, them feel guilty about their own uh, yeah, themselves. And, and that's the other thing that I've learned. I, if somebody made the 
God, I think it was something you sent me where somebody was like, you know, you being worried, or it wasn't, it was the RP strength guy, um, Dr. Nadowski or whatever. He's yeah. like worrying about turning into a bodybuilder because you're lifting weights is like getting in a, like worrying about becoming a race car driver accidentally. or Yeah, getting in your car. Yeah, yeah. So I butchered the analogy, but it, it's one of those things too. And the more that I, the more that I learn about it, that's what gets me excited. Is like, okay, cool. I get to, I get to be the science experiment, you know. Yeah. And the the other part of it is, I've been in decent shape before in my life, but I've never been in a place where I look good with my shirt off, ever. You know, even when I was younger, you know, I never, I was never doing the right things, and that was the thing when we did squats. I was like, you know, you 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 go back to that muscle memory from when you did squats for for me in the nineteen ninety two or whatever, and I was doing everything dead wrong. Like, and that's how I did squats for three or four years or however long I did weight training for high school football. And I was pushing, you know, everything. Uh, I was sucking in when I should have been pushing out and all these other things that I didn't know. So that's what I'm pretty pumped about it. And we'll, we'll, uh, you know, I'll, I'll share this, this, this whole trip with, with these guys. So a couple of things I want to mention uh, with what you were saying um, <clears throat> that you made me think of. Uh, so a lot of people, a lot of times, people are afraid of the soreness that Ryan mentioned, and I talked about, I talked to him about that that the other day. You know what makes people sore is range of motion and stretching tissue. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not necessarily the weight. Now you can make things worse by increasing the weight, um, <clears throat> but when you do that, you, if you got somebody who doesn't know what they're doing, you can you're going to dramatically increase the chance of injury. Uh, but a lot of times, you know, people get sore from doing you know, 10 lunges without weight. And it's just because you're stretching stuff that you haven't stretched. Um, same thing with a squat. If you're squatting to parallel and doing it properly, you're going to be stretching stuff you haven't stretched in a long time. And you're going to have soreness. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, that there's to me, that's one thing that people need to understand more because people are afraid of that. Um, you know, and they're, I don't want a bunch of weight because I don't want to be real sore. It's like the weight's not what makes you sore. It's a stretch. Right. Um, so I want to touch on that first and, you know, Ryan will talk about this as we go along here. Like he was probably pretty sore from our, what we did for legs on uh, Monday, but next week won't be as bad. And then by the time he does the third week, you know, he'll have some tenderness, but it won't be near as bad as it was the first time. You know, yeah. the first time it's hard to sit on the toilet. It's hard to go downstairs. <laughs> it's hard to sit in your car. You know, things are just stiff. And what that is when you lift weights, when you do the eccentric phase of, of the, of the, the lift, which is basically when you, the negative part. So if you're benching, it's when you bring it to your chest or you're squatting, it's when you squat down, not the up part. Um, you cause little microscopic tears in the muscle cell and that's what gives you soreness. <clears throat> so, um, you know, I just thought that was important to point out. The other thing I wanted to point out, you mentioned you're excited about this and, uh, you know, for me, if I'm going to do something I'm like I said earlier, I'm going to find somebody who's really good at it and try to learn from them because you know, you're the the time's going to pass anyway. Right. And like you know, not to say exercise sucks, but like for example, squatting. Squatting for me is a love-hate relationship. Yeah. Um it gives me the best results of everything I do. But it's the hardest thing to do. Yeah. So I could squat above parallel. It's still going to suck. Yeah. You know, so if you're going to do it, like do it to its fullest capacity because either way it's going to suck. Right. 
Um, but to me, I think something that would that would excite somebody. I know it excites me. Like if I'm going to spend the time and the effort in something, no matter what it is, I want to get the most out of it. And that's what's going to excite me. So if you go to one of these group fitness places where you're just burning calories, like that's that's going to suck just as much as coming and lifting weights. Right. But lifting weights is going to be exciting because you know that you are, uh, you know that you're you're maximizing the results you're going to get from the time you're spending. Right. You know, I mean, to me, it would be like you want to learn about chemistry or, or physics or you know whatever it is biology are you going to find are you going to be happy with somebody that's you know somewhat knowledgeable about it are you going to go find somebody who understands the whole picture of it and can teach you the most possible about it you know i want right. to i'm going to spend the time so i want to get the most out of it as possible that that to me is exciting yeah absolutely and, you and, know? and, and I, I look at it too as like i uh it, for me, it's something new to learn that I'm interested in. I mean, my grandfather was a bodybuilder that I, I never knew him. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's one of those things where like this stuff's been going on forever. And I don't know. Uh, I, I, I like the idea of being able, it, it's almost, it's a, it's a skill more than just, I feel like if you just go out and like going, and, and I know there is skill to running. Like I understand that. I, I get that. But if you're like, if you're doing a, a cardio workout, a lot of times you're just checking out. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yep. you're just. You're it, not focused. No, I mean, I'm not focused. I wasn't focused on running. I, that was my, the thing I liked about it was it was a, an hour, hour and a half a day that I was able to check out, you know, and mm-hmm. I'd put music on and, you know, and I, you get the endorphin rush and all that out of it, but. But I, if I, it was, it wasn't, I wasn't learning things and I wasn't, it wasn't something that I was able to, I, I don't know. It's just a different, it's just a different animal. That's all. So I mentioned, uh, Roosevelt quotes earlier. So yeah. I want to, I want to give a couple of them and that'll be the last thing we do. Sounds Isn't good. All right. Yeah. Yep. Um, so some of this is kind of, uh, in relation to the things we talked about. Um, so I'll give a couple. I've got, um, <clears throat> I got a bunch of good ones here, but I'll give two of them, and then next time I'll give a couple more. The second one will be long. The first one's short. If you could kick the person in the pants responsible for most of your trouble, you wouldn't sit for a month. <laughs> That's Theodore Roosevelt. Um, now the second one is kind of long, but it's a good one. So I'll read this, and then you guys can be done with me for the day. <laughs> It is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again because there is no effort without error and shortcoming, but who does actually strive to do the deeds, who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement and worst, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly, so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. That's a great one. That is a good one. And I think I probably screwed up some of those words, so. Yeah, valiantly. Yeah, (laughs) whatever. (laughs) I figured that's a, that's a tough one though. It's not as tough as the guy's name that we uh, that we were that we were talking about earlier, but it, it is a tough one. 
Well, I spent most of my time when I was supposed to be in English class in the uh, another room because me and the English teacher didn't get along. So <laughs> there's that. Uh, that'll happen. It'll happen. Anyway, thanks for listening today, guys. I uh, hope you got something out of it. Um, I'll let Ryan do the closing stuff. Have a great day. Yeah, appreciate it, y'all. Check out uh, Instagram is Plunkett underscore fitness. And um, you can go to the website, PlunkettFitness.com, and find all the links and all of the uh, the podcasts and all the info there. Appreciate y'all listening. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to the Plunkett Fitness Project. Please share with your friends. Subscribe, rate, and review. For more info, visit our website, PlunkettFitness.com.